This is Corey Gray and Tony Stewart from Hairdistry. Thank you for tuning in to the Hairdressers Podcast. Now here's a word from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, I'm Morgan and I'm the owner of Jade Beauty Co. in the Chicago suburbs. I have used Schedulicity for the last four years of my business and I cannot say enough good things about it. Not only does it work perfect for my salon, and all the features and options that they offer, but the way that Schedulicity has handled the COVID-19 crisis has just been amazing. And for salon owners or any small business, it has really taken one less thing off my very heavy plate right now, and I cannot say enough good things. Hello, everyone. My name is Jerry Natuno. CEO and founder of Schedulicity, and we're proud to bring you this amazing podcast. Hey, hey, welcome to your day off. My name is Corey, and of course, I'm sitting with my boy, Tony. What's up, man? What's up, homie? So we're in week two of Britt Carmichael's uh, Shine School. Yeah, dude. I thought last week was great. I, I couldn't wait for this week. So let's, uh, I mean, let's let's get into it. I think it's, uh, you know, I think this, overall this these six weeks will definitely uh, kind of really enlighten or help you to be your best version of you of you. Yeah, that's it, right? To better your best and, you know, the emphasis on your, you know, in, in oneself. Yeah. That's awesome. Should we get in? Let's do it, brother. Hey, so Britt Carmichael, welcome back to your day off. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so much fun. And, and like you said, Tony, I feel like anyone paying attention and listening to these six weeks over the series of Shine School are really going to walk away with, you know, maybe that roadmap of like what they need to do. But if they're struggling with how, that's exactly what I'll share all the nitty gritty details within Shine School. So I hope that even just hearing what you need to be doing will spark that inspiration for you to go, you know what, I was doing that. I fell off my game. I need to pick it back up and um, just use this as a motivation to really make one small improvement in your life. That is one of the lessons I teach in Shine School is celebrate the small wins, not trying to overwhelm or you, you know, overhaul your entire life all at once. You will quit and give up immediately. All of us will. Like it's just a human nature thing. And so if we can make one small adjustment. So over these six series, can you find one tiny thing that sparks your uh, motivation or, or a remembrance of like, you know what, I really liked when I was doing that. It made me feel really good. Those breathing techniques or, you know, juicing or whatever the case may be like, whatever that is, just pick one small thing and master that. And when you can celebrate that, it's going to give you the momentum to keep going. Yeah. And and by the end of it, if you can find your happy self, because everything you do, imagine being happy doing it. It just makes life great, you know? Uh, So that's, I'm excited to see people define their happy selves through this as well. So. I love it. Hey, Britt. So, uh, so last week we, um, in module one, we talked about creating self-care rituals. So uh, what's in for us for uh, module two? 
Yep. So module two is all about holistic health. It's a mind, body, spirit balance, because when one of those out of the trifecta is off, everything is off. And I know this to be true because back before Shine School and before I met my partner and went on this self-discovery journey, I'd found myself um, over 200 pounds and I was doing everything uh, physically. I was going to the gym every day. I was working out for hours. I was doing everything right as far as like minimizing my calorie intake. I was doing all the right things in the physical. But what I found is that emotionally and, and all the beliefs that I had about myself, that I'm fat, that I'm not lovable, that I'm not good enough, that I'm not worthy, all of those actually outweighed the physical action that I was taking to better my health. And I couldn't understand why I was doing all the right things physically that we know how to diet and exercise, but no weight was falling off and I couldn't figure it out. And then my husband walked into my life with some <laughs> soulful healing and was like, here, honey, let's talk about why you hate yourself. And you know, all those beliefs you have. And the second I started healing that darkness emotionally, the weight started falling off like crazy. And that's why module two is called holistic health, because we have to look at the whole picture. We can't just diet or just exercise and expect all of the darkness to disappear. We have to have the balance of that trifecta of mind, body, and spirit. And so this module is all about bringing that into harmony and into balance so that we can actually have that fully vibrant, like wellness that we are born with. You know, they say health is the first wealth and it's impossible to be like super ecstatic and overjoyed and to celebrate all your goals and to go after your dreams or to lift that heavy weight in the gym when you feel like shit, period. It's impossible to do anything when you feel sick. Yes? Oh, 100%. So, so, so are we going to be unbalanced until we get the, to the end of this course? Because, you know, I, I think do you, you focus on one at a time. So you build this strength up and you're like, and then you build this one up, you're not so, and then you build a third one up, finally you're, you're leveled off, or is it you try to work on it all three at the same time? Well, here's the deal. It's, it's laid out in a way that will help to build onto the next one, because I'm not going to ask you guys to go into your mind or your heart for forgiveness in module one. You guys would quit. You guys would click exit and goodbye. I don't want to deal with that. So mm -hmm. it really is building a foundation. So not necessarily unbalanced, but laying the foundation in the right way so that you can handle it. You know, if you think about the chakra series, and I don't know how familiar you guys are with chakras, but they're spinning wheels of energy within our body. And we have to open them and unblock them in a row. Otherwise, if we get to the heart chakra to do forgiveness, which essentially Shine School is moving through each one of those chakras. If we get to the heart chakra and we're like, let's forgive all the people that have, you know, screwed us over in the past, like you're going to close the door and be like, goodbye. No, thank you. But once you start to do that healing work for yourself, then you have the understanding, compassion, and empathy to be able to do it. And each one of these modules and lessons is building on top of that foundation for you to be able to stand firm in your authentic truth and be able to love and live freely. So I wouldn't say you'd be unbalanced. It's just coming into like into place at the right time. And so holistic health, really this particular module is going to cover the physical and more of the physical than it is the um, mental, because the next module is all about mental clarity and making friends with your inner mean girl or boy. <laughs> whatever's in there that's being me. You know what I mean? <laughs> so the first lesson in this holistic health module is called detox and declutter. So in the first module, we created our sacred space and we recognize how good that feels. 
It's like, I hope you guys went and created your sacred space. And you're like, you know what? The, I, when I come here, like for me, the shower is part of my sacred space. You know, like when I get into the shower, goodbye. There's no distractions. There's no nothing. I like open up and I'm so intuitive. And like, I love being in the water. And so I hope that you guys have found that sacred space and how good it felt to clear it out and to create that space for yourself. Now, detox and de-stress and declutter is all about doing an overall sweep of your entire environment. So whether that be from your workspace to the entire rest of your home, there's a guidebook inside of this first lesson to help you move through each one of those categories. And I like to think of it as just one drawer at a time. Again, we're not trying to overwhelm ourselves, but knowing that our mind, our mindset is a reflection of the clutter in our house, we have to start getting rid of some of those areas. And so this one is about detoxing our physical and emotional environment. So in the guidebook, you'll find a step-by-step system on how to go through each one of those areas in your physical space, and then also in your emotional space. So detoxing the heaviness of sadness or anger or pain. I also talk a lot about juicing and my um, journey of going plant-based because I happened to stumble upon this idea of going alkalizing. I didn't really know what that meant at the time, but because I was so overweight and I was suffering in my physical health, I needed to try something different. And when I started taking this alkalizing or I started the alkalizing journey, I started feeling so vibrant and so energetic. I had so much energy, like an excess amount of energy that I didn't know what to do with. And so in this lesson, we'll talk about how I juice, what I juice, the benefits of it. Um, We talk about food as fuel. And I give you an entire list of foods that you want to be incorporating in your daily life so that you are getting the nutrients and the vibrancy that you need from the medicine that's being provided from the earth. I'm not, and I'm not like, you have to go vegan or you're going to die. I hate you. It's not like that. It's just getting your mindset around. We need to start eating more whole foods Because if we're going to have a holistic environment, then we have to be consuming all of the nutrients that mother earth and the nature is providing for us to live healthy. The answers are within us and the food that we need is being naturally grown. Anything that comes out of the box or processed is not meant for our physical environment. And I think we can all agree on that. That's pretty cool, man. I love, I love the whole food kind of, the whole food thing is the one that, uh, that, I'm committed to, but also fail at the most, you know, cause I do like my protein shakes because me too, being plant-based, I, you know, I, I still struggle with like keeping up my protein, especially as hard as I work out and stuff. I like to, uh, I like to have that, uh, that, that protein. So th- that's, that's my big failure in that. But, um, but I love the, uh, the whole food, um, the whole food, uh, uh, whatever idea about it. That's pretty cool. So what, um, so, so what else are you teaching in, in this, in this lesson? Yep. So the next lesson is move your booty. This is so important because we all know that physical health is a direct reflection of our mental health. And we are so what it's so funny because we are either 100% gung ho about working out and like sometimes overworking out, which can be like, you know, we can be over overstimulated and understimulated. And a lot of us on the other side, especially like what I'm finding these like impact souls that like are very highly sensitive and like pick up other energy from people, we store it as fat. And that's what I later learned is that all that fat that I was carrying that wasn't going anywhere was protect. It was protection and it didn't go anywhere because it was trying to save my ass from all the emotions that I was picking up from everyone else. And so for me, that has been my biggest struggle is moving my ass. I 
played um, sports since before kindergarten. I played all the way through high school. I was going to go to college and be a volleyball coach and a professional volleyball player. And then I started getting tattoos when I turned 18. I was like, well, that ain't going to work. My hair was pink. I'm like, okay, well, we got to pick a different path. And so for me, finding a balance with moving my, moving my booty and just getting like exercise and energy flowing through the system, because this is, all this is to release stagnation, whether it be energetic or physical. And so working out, I have found that if we don't work out, all that energy gets stuck and stored. And those emotions that we talked about that we're supposed to be releasing on a regular basis don't have anywhere to go. And so working out is ultimately moving the energy in your body, not to punish you or not to make you feel like you're not good enough or healthy enough or whatever the case may be. And that was the biggest struggle that I had is after playing all of those sports and becoming a yoga teacher and competing in CrossFit and doing all these things, I got to the point where I was like, I'm done with this. Like I'm tired of working out so hard. I'm tired of feeling like it's a chore. I'm tired of feeling like I'm not good enough. And I kind of just like walked away from working out. And that was a terrible idea. My body started changing really quickly. And I'm sure you guys have found that if you fall off your physical exercise routine, it is gone real quick. Yes. hundred percent. My daughter, I'm sorry. My daughter and wife are getting on me now because um, I, I, I love lifting weights and I kind of injured my shoulder a little bit. And so probably the last couple of weeks I've, uh, haven't done anything. And, uh, and so now my, my daughter's getting on my case. Uh, but you know, and it's funny how you developed a habit of not doing anything. So now I'm kind of out of that ritual and out of that routine. And now I find myself, uh, you know, trying to find that motivation again to get, jump back into the gym or jump back into to doing whatever I'm doing, but it's, it, it's easily to kind of let it go. It is. And what I've noticed too, is that if I like, when I fall out of like, whether it's working out or whatever it is, but when I fall out of working out and then it's like, Oh, well, I'm not flossing my teeth every day. And I'm not doing it's, it's, it's like, it's not just, I'm not just working out, but it, it seems like I also like cut corners in other parts of my life as well, which for the world, I mean, I can't figure out, but it's also been a pattern throughout my life. So I, I just know that, you know, if I'm not committed to something, then, then other things and other things start to, uh, start to, uh, I start to cut corners on too. Does that happen to you guys too? Or is it just me? No, I mean, a hundred percent. That's yeah. exactly what happens is when we stop taking care of ourselves, we start, well, we don't, we make or like for me, for example, if I don't work out, I make poor choices in the kitchen because I'm like, oh, well, whatever. But if I go to the gym and I work out, you better believe I'm not eating anything that I shouldn't be eating. Plus, I don't buy, I, now I don't buy it because I know myself and I have to figure out ways to, you know, like meet myself where I'm at. But the truth is, is uh, if I lack on my workout and all the other choices about my health are like, mm, whatever. Okay. And I, I, I guess we're not the only ones here feeling that same way. It's not just for me. It's not just health stuff. It can be anything, you know, and I can't, it's hard for me to find an example. Like I'm not reading as much as I should, or I'm not just like, it's kind of like I'm lacking in all self care. If I'm not being committed to, to that self care, if that makes sense, it makes sense in my head. Like a fog that kind of just starts to cover you and it it does, it, it really affects everything else. That's it. So Tony, I'm, um, I'm going to just keep recommending that I have a workout program for you and that'll motivate you, uh, <laughs> motivate you to, uh, to, to, to jump back on the boat. Cause it gives you something new to focus on. Right. You know what I was thinking when you guys were talking, it sounds like all or nothing. 
that mentality. Like, well, if I can't do it at all, then I guess I'll just skip it. But I, what I feel like for you, Tony, is just like, just get back in the gym and do like legs or do lighter weight on that shoulder. Just like wake it back up, you know? Um, and also if you injured your shoulder, then I think we need to look to the spiritual cause as to why, why would this happen? What does this represent? You know, when we have physical ailments in our body, it's typically the end of the, it's the end of the pain or the problem. Usually we think of it as the first solution, but pain is the last symptom to come. And so it's important for us to recognize that when we have a, a dis-ease, not a disease, but a dis-ease in our body, it's just a like a, Hey, a warning sign that we need to like make some changes. And so a lot of these physical ailments, um, that we experience cancer, hyperthyroidism, PCOS, like pulling a neck muscle or a shoulder muscle or straining your back. All of these relate to an energetic, spiritual, emotional imbalance that then manifests in the physical hashtag. I'm not a doctor hashtag read the book. Um, <laughs> Louise, Hey, you can heal yourself or you can heal your life. It talks about all the different spiritual and emotional energetic patterns that are tied to each of the physical, um, organs and muscles and issues that we experience. So I'd be curious to, Oh, that's, that's me a hundred percent. If I can, if I can't lift as heavy as I normally can, I don't lift. Right. So if I can't, you know, it's sort of like, you know, if I, if I can't jog, then I'm not, I'm not going to walk. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, if I can't exert the energy or this, you know, get the sweat that I'm looking for that I'm used to getting, I don't do it. And you're right. So it's all or nothing, which it's, it's not a good mindset. Mm-mm. Yeah. So it sounds like you need to get your baby pump, bumping iron out there, you know, just like a little, <laughs> right, little yeah. dollar, something, something. because the truth is just like we talked about, if you don't use it, you lose it. We all know that. And so your mentality is, well, I can't do as strong as I am. I can't be as, I can't, can't be as tough as I am. So I'm just not going to do it at all. But we know that not doing it at all is going to slowly deteriorate the amount that we can lift. And so if you can find a way to find that happy medium of like, well, I can't pump out like my million pounds like normal, but I'll, I'll back off and do it at this weight. At least you won't lose more of that strength that is declining in that entire time of not lifting weight. So I think you can do a great job at maintaining if you just do a little bit. And that's kind of what I was talking about earlier is we get overwhelmed if we can't, if we can't do it all, then we don't do it at all. And so it's important for us to do one small thing, change one small thing, start one new thing or, you know, so what is that one new thing you're going to change about your workout so that you can get back into the groove of it? Oh, I love it, man. Yeah. Yeah, Tony, what is that one thing you're going to do? How about if I uh, go lighter and just do more reps? Oh, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Good to change no. sometimes too, you know, like yeah. rather than your, you know, four to eight heavy sets, like do 10 to 12, 20, you know, something just yeah. good. It fires up different muscle fibers. So, you know. uh, and I'm going to start this probably program that Corey is recommending. Probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> accountability buddy. That's, you know, late, in one of the later modules, I talk a lot about that community that you support yourself with because they're either going to help you make your goals or they're going to help you break your goals. And so it sounds like you've got a supportive team over here. 
Love it. Love it. I, so what's the next lesson in here in this module? So we talked about food as fuel. We talked about moving your booty and we talked about detoxing and de-stressing and decluttering your life. You know, it's so interesting because a lot of the spiritual journey is not adding more of, so you don't feel overwhelmed. It's actually eliminating all the bullshit that you are carrying that is not necessary. Life is actually meant to be lived very simply. And the more, the more we can simplify our life, our emotions, the mental processes that we're using, the easier it is to move more freely with flow and spontaneity rather than so rigid and overwhelmed with all of the structure. So the next lesson is get your Zen on. This is really about bringing more mindfulness into your life, more mindfulness into the small rituals like doing laundry or washing the dishes. Every moment in your life is an opportunity to be present, whether you're doing the things that you don't love to do, but we have to do like laundry, or you're doing your gift or your career at like you're cooking barbecue for your friends or you're doing hair behind the chair, whatever it is that you're doing, you want to bring mindfulness and presence to that. And what that is ultimately enlightenment is awareness and awareness only happens in the present moment when you're not thinking about what's happened in the past or what am I going to be doing in the future? Because when you're thinking you're not in the present. And so get your Zen on is ultimately a guide to figure out how to create more mindfulness in your daily routines. Do you guys feel yourself zoning out ever whenever you're like driving you like zone out and then you're like oh my god i'm here how did i already get here already where the hell did the time go it's called highway hypnosis and it means that you weren't present and oh my god i'm glad i don't i'm not driving next to you guys you know what i'm saying like so many people zone out of their life and they miss the magic to create that joy in the present this is literally it's this has been my new year's resolution now for like three or four years and that's just to be more present with my family and more you know we've got a lot going on um you know with the podcast and with just with life and everything else that that my goal every year is to be more present you know and, and i remember like i remember my dad not being very present in, in our lives you know he was in the room but he wasn't present in the room and i remember how that used to make me feel so again every year man this is my new year's resolution is just be more present i wish i i'm still looking for that because the hard thing about it is when you're not present you don't know that you're not being present so i'm kind of looking for that thing that goes that identifies like bro you're not being present you know um Here's the thing about the phone that's really cool is that that it, it takes a lot of effort for me to put the phone down. But then four minutes later, I don't remember that I had the phone. So it's just getting through those first four minutes to, of, of caring. You know, something that might help you. And this is really about identifying how we operate and then kind of like using our creative ideas to like shortcut ourselves, not shortcut in a negative way, but like, you know, just like make sure that you've covered your bases. So for example, like when you get home from your office space, from doing the podcast or whatever it may be, and you're like, okay, I'm ready to be present. Like take that five minutes in your car before you get out and walk through the door and like finish your emails or check your Instagram or whatever it is you need to do on the phone that is required to do on the phone. And then as soon as you walk through that door, make that your anchor. Like as you walk through whatever door you usually walk through to get into your house, imagine it as a certain color. Let's go with red. You guys like red. So we imagine the door frame as a red glowing portal, if you will. And when you walk through that, it's like an automatic anchor and trigger to go, okay, I'm home. I'm present phone away. And like, have a little basket for your phone to like plug into or that you set like when you walk in the door and just make that your habit. So the second you walk in, you put your phone down, you don't need it because you're with the people that you love. And if anyone else needs to contact you, like Chris says, I'm not going to help you move and I'm not 911. So don't fucking call me if there's an emergency. (laughs) (laughs) Although she failed because uh, she made Chris move uh, 35 boxes today. That's because, you know, (laughs) (laughs) 
know, you guys see what I'm saying. It's so important yeah, totally. to set up rituals for us to get ourselves into the present moment. And if being on the phone is one of those things that draws you out of it, and it's important for us to recognize that, not beat ourselves up because that's just perpetuating more of the like not feeling good, but just, okay, I recognize that when I get home, I'm still on my phone, but I want to be with my family. Like, okay, I'm going to deal with what I got to do. Like, I'll finish all my stuff on my phone and my Instagram when I'm in the salon before Chris comes to pick me up to go home. That way, when I get in the car, I'm not like, like, oh, hey, it's been hours since I've seen you. How are you? Like, that doesn't feel good. And I can feel him just sitting there like, you gonna, are you here? That doesn't feel good. And so if that means spending five minutes before you walk in the house, like finishing it up, setting it aside, and that will help you to create that healthy boundary. Well, are there any more lessons? Um, yep. A few more lessons. So this one is the next one is called love your body. This is kind of a, like in, uh, like expanding on move your booty. So it's not about running a marathon. It's not about beating yourself up. It's just about getting into that habit and routine of moving the energy in your system. I know if Chris skips a workout, his emotions are like, you know, like, but I don't necessarily feel that way. So we have to move that energy. And then the next part of that is we have to figure out how do we, how, what's our relationship with our body? Our body is a temple and a vessel for our spirit to move about on this physical plane. And so we have to recognize that this is just a, another tool for us to use. And just as we wouldn't put Gatorade in our gas tank, we shouldn't be putting the, the fuel that doesn't help us to operate at our optimum. And so when we take care of our body with the foods that we're eating, the thoughts that we're thinking and, and detoxing the emotions and, and helping to heal them, that's when we can really start to appreciate and love what our temple is doing for us. I mean, like if you think about it, like you guys have healthy legs and you guys can walk and move and see and taste and talk. And like you guys are like, we take so we take our health for granted. Whenever we get sick, we realize how important it is, but we don't we don't recognize how many people are lacking in certain areas in their life when it comes to like their body or they were born with certain ailments. And so I think it's important for all of us, no matter where we're at on that spectrum of like, you know, super healthy or have some issues to deal with. It's so important for us to accept where we're at. And then what we can change, we put healthy, positive action into, and then what we can't, we have to learn to accept. And in the exercise that I have for this lesson, it's getting naked, standing in front of the mirror and looking at your entire body from top to top to bottom and really absorbing and having that awareness and noticing if there's any triggers that come up. If you scan your body and you get to your, your shoulders or your belly or your hips or whatever, or that thing that you hate about yourself and you start to feel negative emotions, that's the charge that we have to start to heal. And so getting in front of the mirror naked and doing this exercise is so powerful for you to kind of recognize like, where are my hangups with my body? Am I talking shit to my body? Cause that was another issue that was keeping the weight on my frame was constantly saying, I'm fat. I hate my body. I'm fat. I'm fat. And what I was saying and what I was putting out there was exactly what I was getting. And I didn't realize how powerful we are. And when we say what we don't want, we get it. And we don't realize that we're the ones doing it. So this is ultimately about creating awareness around how do we feel about our body and are we treating it with loving kindness? Wow. That's pretty powerful. It is. I like that. The Should we get the out, guys? I'm just kidding. Um, good thing it's a podcast. No one can see. No. Just kidding. <laughs>
Okay, so I have a couple more lessons. This is the longest um, module in Shine School because it is a trifecta of mind, body, spirit. The next one is Awakening Your Inner Goddess. This is really geared towards women and tapping into their intuition, their creativity, and their moon time. Our moon cycle, our lady time, our period, whatever you guys want to call it, our menstrual cycle is a huge governor of our emotional, our emotional scale and range. Chris used to tell me, I only have one good week out of the month with you. And that was until we started tracking my moon cycle and realizing like, oh, my emotions and hormones are changing on this roller coaster. And until you understand that and realize that it's going to be really hard for you to navigate the wild range of emotions that women feel. And so um, awakening your uh, awakening your goddess is really just about tapping into that feminine, the divine feminine that we all have. You guys have it too as men. It's, you know, you think about the yin and yang, it's masculine and feminine in this perfect harmony balance. It's not just like what private part you possess. It's really uh, the energy that we all uh all have within us and creating that balance. And a lot of us have been um, raised in this very masculine driven world where it's hustle, go, push, 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 knock things down, get out of the way. And feminine is about receiving and slowing down and asking for help and support. And that is as deemed weak, but the truth is our divine feminine is actually extremely powerful. And that's why I think in general, men have been, um, suppressing women because of our power and how strong it really is. And I think awakening our divine feminine is starting to happen. More women are on the rise and even men's um, femininity is starting to rise. I can see it within Chris too. It's very masculine. And now he's like, calm down, doing some yoga and breathing. And we have the pink bed sheets. (laughs) He's not freaking out. You know what I mean? Um, So that leads us to honor your cycle and getting beauty rest. We have to sleep. We need at least a good, seven to nine hours depending on your your lifestyle age and um, what is right for you personally so really just getting down the cycles of your life and recognizing that the sleep cycle matters the moon cycle matters your emotional mental and physical health matter and they need to be on a consistent cycle so that you don't like one doesn't fall by the wayside and then if you make one small change it affects everything else whether it be negative or positive so you guys dig deep into this uh in in the shine school yes absolutely there's tons of um i give lots of workbooks and resources and sheets of like here's different products that you can use um to help activate some of the divine feminine i talk about yoni eggs i talk about using diva cups for your menstruation i mean guys i know you're like oh my god Renee's not talking about it, it is what it is. And if you guys have a, a partner and a wife, then you guys should understand and recognize what we go through so that you guys can get on the same page and know that when it's our week, we're not crazy because we hate you or crazy because we're crazy. And that's just how it is. And we have to learn to manage that. Well, look, you're talking to a guy that I have a son, but uh, it's him and I. And then we have what? Uh, four or five women and three female dogs in the house. So uh, we're surrounded by women. So <laughs> it doesn't affect us. We, you know, we're used to it. So we're, we're good. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. 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 Britt, how can, um, how can people find Shine School? How can people find Britt? Yes, you can find me by going to BrittanyCarmichael.com um, or if you want to directly go to Shine School, BrittanyCarmichael.com slash Shine School or you can come hang out with me on Instagram at The World by Britt and I'm happy to answer any questions. I know this one was a little longer, a little bit more in depth, but this is kind of like that foundation that we were talking about. Like 
module one is like the appetizer. I'm like, well, just like kind of dip our toes into it. Let's see what we're getting ourselves started in. And module two is like, oh shit, here we go. Strap in, like watch out darkness. We're coming with the light. <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. That's awesome. Britt, thank you very much. Thanks for joining us on your day off. Hey, hey, so there it is. Hey, this is a message that um, we've been trying to bring, I don't know, for the last couple of months, actually since we started the podcast. Hey, so if you like the podcast or if you find that it's useful, please, please, please leave us a review, a five-star review on iTunes. Um, leave us a rating and a review. But if you don't like it, forget about it. <laughs> yeah, totally forget about this message. We also want to thank Sarah and Blaine from Pretty Gritty. Uh, Sarah and Blaine, they are a band out of uh, Portland, Oregon, and we just want to thank them very much for allowing us to use their song, Pleased to Meet You, on our podcast. Um, that's cool. I think you can find, actually you can, you can find their music on, um, on iTunes. Peace and hair grease. <laughs>